Up. Episode 202. I'm Ben. I'm here with Adol. Hello. And Lucy. Hello. Hello to the both of you. Lucy, how are you doing? Good, surprisingly. Good. Adol, All things considered. <laughs> yeah, not too shabby. You know, I uh, I went abroad, was in an aer- yes. airport, uh, and, and still don't seem to have a cough. So I'm probably a vector for ruining Bristol. <laughs> no one going near Adel's house it's strange that I've been nowhere and I do have a cough which may or may not show itself at some point this evening but I can already feel my throat getting a little bit hoarse we should probably open some beers shouldn't we that'll help Lucy what are you going to drink first or what are you drinking what have you got mm. this evening did you find something in your stash uh, I actually went out and oh uh... <gasps> Because you if braved, there's any reason to go out, yes, I did. It's for beer, because um, yeah. that's what I need in my bunker when uh, all the water's contaminated. Mm-hmm. You know, nourishment. Ah. <laughs> um, I'm going to start with a beer from Unbarred, uh, and it's nice. called Tropic Soda. Uh, it's a passion fruit, pineapple, and mango puree, uh, New England style beer. Um, got any flavor text uh i'll just read you what it's got in it um <laughs> malts pale ale flaked oats flaked wheat dextrin melanoidin yeast new england hops citra azaka mosaic and simcoe adjuncts are mango pineapple passion fruit and lactose nice yeah ingredients yeah it says uh Packs mango pineapple stuff. passion fruit so maybe it's not all yeah me- not all of it is puree, I believe. It may just be... Well, it says passion fruit, pineapple, and mango puree. Right. Or is it passion fruit, pineapple, and just puree and mango? mango y- yeah. I can't yeah. tell. Maybe we needed a uh, another comma in there or something. But I was going to say, yeah, there's scope ambiguity. Yeah. Mm. Ooh. I'll see how Nice. Uh, what percentage was that? Missed it. Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't think I said it's five point eight. Yeah, it's nice. a nice can. Um, nice pink underneath with uh, nice green tropical green leaves on it. So mm. pretty. Very nice. Good. The, Good. the uh, soda uh, part of the name mm. put me off. Um, okay. But that's fair. Ju- just that it's a. It says just New England style, so maybe mm. that's just their name because. The last beer I had that had soda in the name, I think, was the Northern Monk. I think it, some, I think it had pigs in the name of it, but it was like a grapefruit, a oh, grape yeah. soda yeah. beer, and I found that quite nice. One, so. one of the patrons' mm. project beers, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, not a fan. Good, Adol. Yes. What have you got to drink this evening? Uh, I have the. Chaka Blocka Mocha Stout. Ooh. That's a good can. Yeah, that's a good really can. good. It's from Williams Brothers Brewing in uh, Aloha, Scotland. Uh, it's 4.8%. It is a chocolate stout. 
Um, and this Mayan-inspired brew is a maca lover's delight. A blend of coffees from around the world combined with cacao nibs to deliver an intense stout for the ages. And I assume they mean for all time and not that this is an all-ages beer. Yes, I would imagine so. I mean, this three, is how you get. Three years old. This is how you get in you. trouble with the Portman yeah. Group. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're reading descriptions. They're just looking at cans and going, "Hmm, don't know. Looks looks like it's for kids." I I would drink this when when I was twelve. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, when I was twelve, I I would drink um, most beer cans because you know you yeah. got to try these things out. It was a very different time when we were young. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, it was. It was fucking mad, twenty man. odd years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it was firm up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I think the first beer I'm going to crack um, is from Odyssey called "Don't Cross the Line." It's an IPA, six percent. Uh, I was thinking I might only have one beer tonight, but I'm feeling I'm feeling better than I was this morning. So uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have two. This is the lower um, percentage of the two that I've got in front of me. Uh, What does it have on it? Not very much. I always forget Odyssey don't put a a huge amount on their cans. They do say, uh, drink fresh. That means store cold at all times and drink as soon as possible. Serving temperature 8 to 10 degrees to maximize hop aroma and flavor. Does show you, does tell you the allergens. Pour carefully to leave sediment in can. Canned mm-hmm. on January this year. Freshest before April this year. Best before June of this year. Odyssey have always... I don't think they're ever going to get in trouble with huh. their slightly macabre uh, <laughs> yeah. can arts. But this is uh, someone someone facing sort of death. Oh, yeah. Mm. As we all are. <laughs> As it definitely feels like we all are. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, a little bit fizzy. It should be okay. should be all right. Let's get it moved out of the way. We'll come back to you, Lucy. How is the how is the soda? Tropic soda. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of things that um, I was hesitant about. I mean, Umbard, some of the uh, beers we've had recently from them um, that we've had in Tesco have not been mm. of a quality that uh, we'd probably prefer, let's say. Um, and the soda and the puree it was like mm, what's this going to taste like and at first the first thing I noticed when I took a sip was there's definitely lactose in there you can yeah I mean looking at it it looks like it should just be I mean it's so it's like straw coloured like really yes. like straw coloured yeah. very it's got a bit of haze but it's mostly clear um it's just like, oh, what's this going to taste like? So, but mm. yeah, the lactose you can definitely tell because you know it's still got quite a thin texture and mouthfeel to it, but that lactose still gives it a bit more body to it, um, which yeah. is nice. Um, because I was just thinking, oh dear, this might be very thin, and with with the amount of hops that they've thrown into it, it's like, are those going to come through? But they absolutely do, and you're getting a lot of fruit. Um, not overwhelming sweetness, which I would have thought for, with the lactose and the puree, mm. like that artificial sweetness that just sometimes comes through in beers that use puree rather than like natural fruits, understandably, yeah. and yeah. that have lactose like trying to, you know, build up those flavors. But this doesn't do that at all. It, it, it tastes, it tastes very natural without being 
very natural, so so that's a relief. But yeah, I, I think people are getting better at using puree uh, in their beers and, and allowing them to feel and taste a little bit more natural. We we mm. are losing a little bit more of that kind of artificial nature um, that you kind of or that we found maybe a couple of years ago or so. Um, or even a year ago with kind of purees in beers mm. um, and it's a it, it's an easy way to get a lot of fruit flavor isn't it into a into a beer yeah um, and you, you're definitely getting those fruits as well you know the mango especially some of that pineapple which is quite hard to you know separate in most beers like that say oh we've got pineapple in this it's quite a subtle flavor when when it when it's put in beer but yeah it's all those fruit flavors are really coming out. This would be like a perfect, even though it's like five point eight percent. It's like a perfect session beer because it's it's thin enough and light enough just to you know chug down really. And mm. this is a perfect summertime beer. Nice. It's mm. really nice. I can see why they call it soda now because it's like yeah, yeah. All right. Gives you that feeling of just like I want to be refreshed. It's hot. Let me drink this and get you know enough fruit and flavor in it. Yeah. Mm. Really surprised, really pleased with that. Yeah. Nice, good, excellent. Adol, how about you? Looks I mean, like a porter. Yeah, I mean, it's it's dark. Can we call him um, Sam Porter Bridges now? Because every time I'm on here, it's always a porter. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, so Sam, how's oh the beer? Sam? Yeah. Um, uh, it, the nose is a little sweet. Um, I'm not actually getting a lot of the coffee. I was expecting... Uh, I'm getting a bit of a maltiness, but... It's quite light uh, in the nose. Even at 4.6%, it gets that velvetiness that um, I lamented the lack of on the last por- last week's porter. Mm. Um, oh, that's... I was a little worried that it would be in-your-face coffee. Mm-hmm. But actually, I think the cacao nibs that are in here are, are according to the ingredients, 0.1%, as are the coffees. So I think it's they're helping balance it out to not just be this sort of coffee force. So you yeah. get a little bit more of that chocolatey taste to, to round it out. Um, it's dark, rich, and chocolatey, as the can says. Uh, I would actually say it's less chocolatey than I would have thought. I feel like the coffee that's in here is pushing back against it just being like a uh, chocolatey porter so um it's really well balanced in that sense but with the claim of um coffees from around the world i was sort of expecting a little more depth sure um and this sort of just tastes chocolatey and coffee in a good balance and then it all sort of fades a little there's a light sweetness at the end that i'm not sure what that is hmm doesn't doesn't really scream chocolates, but it's just sort of like like yeah, like just a sweetness. I mean, just a, a sweet finish of a stout. Um, I mean, the malts are definitely taking a back seat, which or, or at least they're melding well. Because again, I, I could smell them a little on the nose. I could smell the maltiness, but there just isn't much of a maltiness. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah, that lingering sweetness at the end is interesting. It makes the finish longer, so I don't have to reach for another one if mm. I wasn't trying to tweak, tweeze apart the the 
taste. Um, hmm. Yeah, I guess it's it's like I want to say the chocolateiness is kind of like a, a sort of generic milk chocolate without the milk. So it doesn't. Right. It's just doesn't have that strong mm-hmm. dark chocolatey chocolatiness. And again, I think it's it's there balancing against the coffee. So you just get this. Really, again, slightly like velvety texture, and you get a hint of sweet and some chocolatey and a, a coffee, and then it ends with this light sweetness that I'm not sure. To be honest, I think why I keep talking about that is it sort of feels out of place with everything else. It's sort of got yeah. this richness, and then it ends kind of light sweet, kind of almost as if you sprinkled like granulated sugar on the la- right after you, you sipped. So like mm. once the liquid came, you just had this spike of generic sweet. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. It's satisfying. And uh, excuse me, uh, burping on air. I'm classy. I was going <laughs> to shove it off, and then I realized people can see me burping on YouTube. So I might as well just say excuse me like a polite person instead of like a knave. Um, it, <laughs> it's, it is the beer I wanted given the not too cold, but just like gr- gr- grummy. That's not even a word. Grimy, crummy. <laughs> Man, I am knocking it out of the park. It's almost like you know I haven't talked to anyone today. Uh, um, I like yeah, the this word grummy. That is a very yeah. good word. Grimy, grimy and crummy. Gr- it's yeah. a grummy day with, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, these mm. down, big downpours uh, mm. and then nothing and just kind of meh. Uh, and this is kind of what you want <laughs> while you look outside and be like, yes, the world is shit, but I'm inside. That type of nice, strong, well, Nice taste. Um, yeah, it's good. How about you, Ben? Nice. Um, uh, I'm really enjoying this. Um, what was it called? Don't cross the line. I think. Yeah, don't cross the line. Uh, instantly on the nose, I got it from the can. Came out quite big, but mm-hmm. it's faded quite nicely. Really, um, big, big hop sort of nose when it came out, and balances out a little bit more, a little bit more fruity in the nose sort of now as I'm kind of supping from the glass. I don't know whether that's because I've had a few sips of it as well, so it's kind of already on the palate. Um, mm. But it's uh, it's pretty light in colour. Um, maybe a little more, showing a little more yellow on the um, camera than it actually is. Uh, but almost no head. And it, it poured with, you know, with a reasonable head, but just mm. dissipated really quickly. It's also not clear at all. No, it's not. And for the... It's quite bright, like bright yellow for a very unclear Yes, yeah. I mean, it's a little more orange, um, me staring at it. I don't know why the camera has kind of balanced it a little bit more um, yellow. But yeah, it's really not even hazy. It's just a solid block of of (laughs) almost of orange for me. Um, But I'm getting... um, a, a nice balance of, uh, of different flavours going on. There's a little bit of, of, of fruit in there, maybe a little bit of citrus, some orange maybe. It, it feels like um, it's got a little bit of uh, a little bit of zest to it. Maybe there's some sort of like some orange peel or something in there as well. Getting this bit of zest, but then it's followed up by this quite sort of pithy bitterness to it as well. Mm. So it is, it is almost like I've bitten into an orange. But not not as uh, not quite as strong as that. You know that is that is pulled back a little bit, and it allows maybe a little bit more of a hoppy, piney uh, note to be in there with it as well. So um, it's not quite that sort of sharp, zesty 
ness. It's it's pared back a little bit to be a bit more maybe pithy, a little bit more piney, leading into that that bitterness. Uh, but it works it through quite well, and it doesn't stick around too long. So as soon as you sip it, you kind of you get those fruits. They they hit the back of the mouth really quickly, and then suddenly you're hit with that sort of slightly zesty note which just moves into that 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 bitterness really quickly mm. and then everything all kind of sits together and stays around for a little while it's quite wet um it's it's very very thin uh, mouthfeel wise considering it is a single block of color um <laughs> you know, i imagine it to be just a solid rather than a, a liquid by looking at it but it's it's yeah it just it works very well and Good. because it's so wet that flavour just still there it lingers quite nicely and it's it's one of those where you know when I've had a few beers which edge towards that um, like more orangey sort of spectrum and they don't quite pull it off it can feel kind of like a little bit more like weak orange juice or yeah. weak weak orange squash uh, more yeah. than anything this this doesn't this sort of maintains its um, it, it's flavours while still being quite light um, you Lucy saying how your beer kind of you know feels refreshing it feels like a summer beer mm. this one does as well this one feels uh, nowhere near 6% mm. like you could very easily go and have a couple of these at lunchtime and you know not even think about it yeah. Uh, but yeah it's, it's um, doing quite a lot um, yeah, it's taking but me on an me- odyssey it is taking me obviously, absolutely. Um, but I can't cross the line. It's the only caveat. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna disappear really quickly. Yeah. So we should I'm, probably. Oh. Go on. I was just gonna say I'm trying to uh, not drink mine too quickly as well. Um, <laughs> I, I think the fact that there's lactose in it, it just means it coats mm. your mouth for a bit longer. It's like okay, I'm, I'm I'm satiated for now. But yeah, it's very light and easy. And, it's got that nice bitterness and pineiness at the end nice. to balance mm. things out. So, mm. just want to drink it all, chug it, <laughs> chug it. <laughs> well, we um, there's a lot of uh, beer goings on in the last week. There's a lot of gaming news that's kind of come out in the last mm. week. I might want to touch on a couple of bits at the end of the episode, but we're going to talk about what we've been playing because I know Lucy mm. you mm. have played more games in the last week than anyone has ever played <laughs> in their life I think <laughs> yes well more than a deal certainly as in the last six years <laughs> so. yeah that's about right <laughs> um, I'll start with a game that's uh, the latest release which is called Hidden Through Time Oh yeah Ooh. and it is are we allowed to call uh Where's Wally games a genre yeah. now? Even though there's only been a handful. Um, yeah. it, this is basically find the thing. Find the thing. I mean, there's a lot of hidden object games. I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. I guess it's, yeah. mm. But this is very much more in the vein of Where's Wally, where you're getting like a single screen, and you're having to find um, objects, um, and it's like a little animated. Where's Wally book come to life? Uh, the best example I can give was is Hidden Folks, which came out in mm. I 2017. Remember that. You're talking about that game. Yeah, yeah, I love that game. It's it's so 
charming and whimsical and special. And this is very much a... It's very much inspired by it. I mean, it's called Hidden Through Time, Hidden Folk, so, you know. Um, it's very much a... Uh, I, I don't know if you'd... I, I'd just say it's, it's, it's inspired very much by Hidden Folks. Um, so, I mean, the most distinct thing about Hidden Folks is probably its black and white art style, whereas this mm. is uh, much more colourful. It's made by uh, Crazy Monkey Studios, who um, made Gunscore and Cannoli 1 and 2. And those oh. are very colourful and well-animated um, like side-scrolling action schmups um, mm. set in like 1920s Prohibition where you're playing as an Italian gangster killing Nazi zombies. So. <laughs> yes. Right. It's very good. <laughs> so check those out. But uh, yeah, this is completely you know diverging from that where it's a very relaxed, um, kid-friendly, let's say, uh, experience. And it, it is pretty much just a where's animated where's wally game but that's just mm. so up my alley and um <laughs> I, I i i zoomed through it within two days it's like i could have just done it in one sitting i wanted to but it's like let me savor this like the fine wine that it is but um yeah it's more colorful it's actually got color unlike hidden folks it's got a nice you know animated art style it kind of looks like scribble noughts kind of stick mm. people um and because it's called Hidden Through Time, you're basically going through different time periods. So you start um, in caveman times, and you go to Egyptian times, uh, um, Middle Ages, and then Western um, times. And uh, it's probably about maybe 20 levels, so maybe about five in each time period. Um, so even though I got through it quite quickly, where I think uh, it'll have its longevity is in the online um like multiplayer aspect Ooh. where you can make your own levels. There's a level editor. It's okay. quite nice. Yeah, it's quite intuitive. It's like I went on the tutorial. I mean, I have no creative, so I'm probably not going to make any levels. But it's like it, it, for yeah. someone oh. for, for for a layman, it's like very easy to get into. It's not it's not dreams levels of uh, mm. layered tutorials. It's you're given a grid and you're given preset models and you can dot them around the place. Um, write little clues as to where uh, your hidden objects are and just up upload it online and you can download other people's levels or just play them online so it's got that offline capability mm. and yeah the, the, I mean I, I saw like a Age of Empires inspired map and, and, and you know was thinking <laughs> around with that and it's so yeah I think that's where the game will have its legs um, rather than like added DLC from mm the developer, although I should ask them if they do plan on doing DLC. Um, because it'd be cool, like, doing other time periods, like, you know, the, there's four time periods now, but as we all know, like, the good old history of the Earth is um, has been distinguished by many different um, time periods, so maybe well, they do one in the 70s like, or the 60s or something like mm, that. Yeah, yeah, but also different time period, the same time period, different places of the world are quite Yeah, different. absolutely. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, so yeah, that would be good if they added DLC. But if not, uh, hopefully this will get like a big enough online community where people keep uploading levels. But 
Yeah, it's yeah, really even, charming. Um, really good. Even uh, just like an asset pack or something for a different yeah. time period for people to be able to to, to make those yeah, kinds of true. so the developers true. don't need to to get into that so much. Uh, let alone just you know using that art style to to make some um, to make some assets for people to mm. use themselves. I was going to ask. I've got a code for this, and mm. um, I was kind of thinking, oh, do I do I give it a play? But actually, having a look at the game and and, and things. I think this might be kind of the perfect game to crack out on a rainy afternoon when me and Evelyn haven't got anything else to do. Yeah. And yeah. we can sit there and she can sort of play the game, really. Absolutely. Um, I mean, her, you know, she's she's three, so I don't have one of those kind of um, kiddies PlayStation 4 control pads, so the, the pad is a little bit too big for her to kind of really right. mm-hmm. use well. But, you know, how easy would it be for her to kind of just be able to watch the screen and say, well, there it is, or, very, or very, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I, I, I was going to suggest it um, mm. for you to play it with her because you could read out the clues. And because the clues are like, they're, they're smart. Um, it's like, okay, um, you know, it, it, the hidden object is like a shield. And it says, oh, this makes a perfect... Um, resting place for this amphibian it's like where what's an amphibian a frog where's a frog going to be in the pond mm. and, and, and and yeah i think it's like a really good teaching tool for like kids in in that sense nice. like giving contextual puzzles and, and clues and stuff like cool. that so yeah this is a perfect game for kids and yeah i think she get a massive kick out of it and her eyesight's probably better than all of us put together <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely suggest it for like kids cool. and stuff like that or just grown ass kids like me who still <laughs> enjoy where's all they're just you know good for the soul uh, I, yeah I, I always like the where's Wally style puzzle versus the spot the difference ones yeah. even though they're kind of doing the same thing I think maybe just because you end up shit staring at the same, almost <laughs> same picture the whole like yeah. for a long time versus mm. like I'm looking through all the details and appreciating the details of this picture while looking mm. for one or two. Yeah, things. and everything's just not haphazardly thrown onto the screen. Like um, I, the thing with Hidden Folks is I, I find Hidden Folks was harder because um, it was a lot more dense and you'd have to like click on more things even though a lot of stuff's animated in this game sometimes in hidden folks you had to like click on certain things in order and stuff like that to get the actual right. oh. thing but whereas this it's just like it's even though things it's are moving yeah this yeah moving on yeah, like moving elements to puzzles whereas this is like no it's there you can see it right there yeah. the most you have to do is like click on a building to look inside the interior and stuff like that mm. so and it's it, like navigation kind of yeah. idea. So, yeah. so, so it's a lot more manageable for a, like a younger audience. And nice. Yeah, it's really good. Yes. So I'm glad you got a code for it, mm. and I'm glad you can share that with your child yeah. and turn her into a Where's Wally convert, <laughs> and then I can buy her all the books. All the books, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hours of fun, though. Yes. <laughs> and I'll come over, and I'll. Just end up saying, "No, there's a key. There's a scroll before she can even do it." <laughs> there's the wizard. And yeah. I should be like, "Why is this person in my house?" Yeah. Yeah. My <laughs> Lucy just wants to come over and win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you yeah, think it's a very competitive game? Is what you're mm. saying. It is. 
What's it? Who can right do it the fastest? Yeah. <laughs> How many of the extra things can you find? Mm, mm. Who can complete the book quickest? Whilst we're talking about multiplayer, mm. I might talk about another game. That yeah. I played, which is, is equally as colourful, and it's called Ib <coughs> and Ob. I-B-B Ib. and mm. Ob. Uh, I think it re- first started as a... I think graduation student project mm. all the way back in like, I think 2008 if I'm not getting that wrong and it came out on 20 originally 2013 um, on PS3 and PC um, it's a multiplayer only game um, okay so I never owned <laughs> one dual shot free so I, I remember seeing the game but I was just like oh, I'm not gonna play this on PlayStation and PC isn't it not exactly the friendliest of online um, platforms, um, right? It, for couch co-op especially, um, but it came to the ultimate uh, couch co-op uh, platform, the Nintendo Switch, a few weeks oh. ago. So not the Engage. Oh. <laughs> no, not the Engage. That's that's not <laughs> that's not couch co-op. That's like commuter co-op. On the bus co-op, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's. You should not be leaving your house with an N-Gage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's not multiplayer. But anyway. Yeah, it came to Nintendo Switch um, a few weeks ago. And it's essentially a platformer, platforming game where um, two little guys, Ibanob, they can... Um, they can... like ch- It's basically gra- gravitational puzzles. So there's one, hmm. usually, well, you can both walk on the same plane, but there's usually one walking um, on the top and one walking on the bottom. And then right. um, all these puzzles, it, I think there's 15 levels altogether. Oh, I and, have seen this game. Yeah, and, and the levels start getting quite long and quite complex, and they start adding layers and layers um, on top of each other, like um, the ability to float through bubbles, the ability to, like, jump on like a there's like a if you jump on a certain point and it'll like springboard the other player on the other plane of existence and it's just like it it, it becomes a lot it becomes mm-hmm. a lot so make sure you get a um either couch co-op partner or someone online who has a lot of patience to play <laughs> with you basically because it will test that but um yeah it's it, it's really it's fun. It's fun trying to figure out these puzzles, which get really difficult at you know some mm. point. So this is a game maybe I wouldn't suggest to play if you're a uh, three-year-old. But yeah, yeah it, it gets quite complex, and some of the platforming does require a little bit more skill. So you know, best to have someone who is used to platforming um, sure. play with you. But what I really find special about this game, in particular, more so than the couch co-op is the online co-op you can play either with an online friend um i don't know how easy mm. that is to do with a nintendo switch by the way but um i just played with a randomer and yeah they were very patient with me <laughs> i was the one uh they were carrying me i was the one holding everything back because those puzzles were hard but um what i find really intuitive um is the fact that you can write messages to the other player you can just write on the screen um, I don't nice. know if this would work with if you're playing on this 
Hmm, I wonder if the gyroscope in the Switch could help you type out oh, words no. when you're using a screen. I don't know. But anyway, I, 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 I did it in handheld mode and I just drew on the screen. It was like, oh, hi, and, you know, directing them. It's like, question mark, question mark, what do I mm. do? And, uh, and, it's, and it's a really nice look to it. It's sort of like a hazy, like kind of, like in dreams, like if you draw something and imagine that disappearing like after a few seconds and um, it's got this really nice tactile feel and I, I got matched in with someone immediately and they were very nice, very, very, uh, you know, drawing me hearts and stuff and I was like, oh, nice. this Aww. is probably the nicest multiplayer experience I've ever had in my life. It's, and, it's odd, isn't it? Because mm. some of those experiences come in the, in the most random of places. I remember mm. playing the the co-op element of Portal 2 uh, where you're the mm. two robots moving through doing puzzles with one person and mm -hmm. we did it in like one sitting which maybe yeah. oh, wow. was you know several hours yeah. but we just played and played and played and played we didn't say a word to each other mm -hmm. I don't even remember whether there was kind of any communication sort of even emotes and, and stuff like that in that game but we just I don't know, just, just manage to find the right person to yeah. play with. And as you say, especially when you get to that point where you, you, you may be a little bit hesitant about what to do, you're not quite sure, and actually yeah. they just, they don't leave the game. No, yeah. They they, yeah. they actually they don't wait quit. for you. No, yeah. yeah, yeah like, this person's rubbish! Because <laughs> yeah, I was rubbish. I'm and... trying to fucking solve a puzzle! <laughs> <laughs> Because I had no idea what I was doing most of the time, and they were like signalling for what for me what to do. And I'm like, it wasn't their directions that were like hard to pass. <laughs> it was the fact that I just had no clue, and I'm dumb as hell. But they were like really patient, and it's like, mm. oh, there are nice people somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, it matched me in straight away. It was really quick. So I'm hoping that game has it. Still has, you know, only a couple weeks after, still has quite a few people playing online. So mm. yeah. Um, but you know we all want to play these kinds of games coach co-op so uh, that's yeah. probably the ideal way to play it but yeah it's it's really good really enjoy it I, I, nice. even though it took me what seven years to get there I'm glad I yeah. finally yeah. played it um, so uh, in the review roundup I'll just mm -hmm. say that the because it's been out on Steam for ages yeah. the main complaint is along the lines of um <laughs> the the later puzzles are just too um, specific. Like you need to be really precise in the platforming. Yeah, um, I agree with that. So maybe they've changed that, but like a bunch of people, I mean, it's like thousands of positive reviews and a couple hundred negative. But almost all the negative ones basically say, "Hey, uh, it, you need like frame perfect platforming to work." Agreed. Yeah, um, it is. It does get tough. Um, that's why it, it's like a game of two halves. Like the first you know half a dozen levels are like fine you can play that with a player who's not very skilled in in platforming but yeah mm. towards the second half it's like i was struggling like to make some of those jumps and i i if i don't say so myself i'm pretty decent at platformers so yeah yeah, yeah so um 
Uh, so Coolio123 says, Game just flat out sucks. It's far too hard, with literal tenths of a second meaning the difference between success and failure on later puzzles. It feels so incredibly unrewarding. No matter what the price, this game isn't worth it. Um, I, so that ju- I, I mean, that's just screams frustration. Puzzles later. Um, mm. I, I don't know if that's what he, he or she means, but um, I think they just mean having to do the right thing with right. very little leeway. Okay, um, I can see I, that being a problem later on. Um, they but, played eight hours, so yeah. I, I I could see that probably being a problem because it was ramping up to the point where it. It is a slow paced game at first, but there are like, I, towards the end of the, the few levels that I played with that other person online, I definitely mm-hmm. saw things where it's like, okay, this enemy's bouncing towards you, and it's like, yeah, you need like precision platforming here. Right. Um, fortunately, uh, the well, if one of you dies, uh, both of you die, and you both get reset to the last checkpoint. The checkpointing Which is one of the things people complain about. Okay. Checkpointing? Because it seemed yeah. generous no. to me. Or... So one really long one basically mm-hmm. said... Um, they found it... Uh, this is Lamia. I found that they made it all too easy to unintentionally grief your teammate through no fault of your own. <laughs> da 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 Why do you die every time your idiot ally dies? Yeah. <laughs> Why is it that for a co-op I never feel like I'm working together with my teammate? Uh, why am I always getting in the way of my teammate and griefing them? Um, um, I never felt I was getting in the way of the other person, but if one of you die, yeah, you both die. So it's like, but I think the checkpointing would alleviate that. But as I say, it's, it it is a game of two halves. It's like half of this game is like relatively fine, and then it's like, then it becomes the Dark Souls of co-op games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, I appreciate what it's trying. Maybe it should have had a through line. Maybe it's like this is going to be hard, or this is going to be just manageable enough so i can see why people would be surprised and angry at like a switch in a difficulty spike so i get that yeah or maybe just like actually making it two separate campaigns or two separate sections Mm. like have an idea that yeah it's this is new game plus too (laughs) yeah i have to say though studious has uh probably the kindest negative review i've ever read Mm. because they're never nice uh, they're either long-winded or whatever. He just says, please consult your doctor before t- taking Ib and Ob. Side effects may include puzzle-like confusion and a strong urge to play other games. Nah, just kidding. It's okay. We just didn't have the chops for this one. It's pretty tough. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah fair. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, like, I was frustrated, but yeah, I'm just kind of not good enough. Yeah, cool. yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. You can appreciate and, and I never mar- without, like, loving it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I never mark reviews on Steam as helpful, and I clicked yes on that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I yeah. clicked, um, <coughs> was this review helpful? No, today on it. Review for, because I saw that Piku Niku, the, like, kind mm. of Mr. Men platforming yeah. game, came out on Xbox Game Pass today. And I was just, yeah. um... I just like on the app, and I was like, "Oh, I'll download that because I've already played it." But it was like, "Yeah, I'm like mess around in it again." And I saw the reviews, yeah. and I was like, uh, "They were like, oh, the the achievements are just not great, and this this is the developer didn't even try to make this look realistic or something like that." And there was another one that said, uh, "This is a kids' game." <laughs> <laughs> so I marked yeah. both of those down it's not helpful <laughs> I have to say I had to look it up but uh, something someone posted was uh, 
Despite the f- this is their negative review, the whole basis. Despite the first character in the game asking for you to send them a postcard, a postcard card being available for purchase and mailboxes being present, you can't send the ghost a postcard. <laughs> negative review. <laughs> it was the one that said this is a kid's game, so it's like... Oh. Yeah. So... So a kid's game can't be a good game? Is that what you're saying? Did you not play yeah, games you, as a kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw yeah. Mario. Like, to hell with him. It's a kid's game. <laughs> Nobody needs yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. Jesus should we, Christ. Should we, yeah, move on to, uh, yeah. should we move on to a game that it, you, it <laughs> rolls in quite nicely to a game I think all of us have spent some time in, mm. in which I'm pretty sure I can definitely say I'm not good enough to play this game. No, neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not good enough to play this game, and I think that I think it made me motion sick for some weird reason. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I was feeling uh, motion sick. Oh, I hope we're and talking about the same why. game. Yes, we are. <laughs> That's why we're talking about the latest PS Plus game, Sonic Forces. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so we're talking about uh, a game called Filament, which comes from. Um, I went to have a quick look. Uh, the developer is called Beard Envy, which is a very good name for yeah, developer. Um, published by uh, Case Do, and it's um, it's not released yet. We we all got codes um, to sort of to preview it. Uh, it's a puzzle game, um, essentially, uh, but presented in a, yeah. a, a quite nice kind of um, story based um, kind of top down overview of a, a of a bloke having to wander through a space station. Yeah. And solve puzzles, and these puzzles are all based around the idea of drawing uh, drawing a line around mm. certain nodes. I, I I have to push you on drawing mm. a line, okay? Because it's it's definitely a thread or a filament because there is physics to mm. when it will straighten out. Yes, and depending. Yeah. Uh, well, if you're drawing a line, it would sort of oh, stay. Oh, okay. Yes, space. I see. Yes. yes. So, so you're a little robot, line, and you've yeah, got yeah. a, you've got, you've got a, like a tether, like a rope or something. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. that infinitely extends, uh, and you are trying to open a door, usually in a room, mm-hmm. and that involves having the tether touch white pillars, such that all the white pillars in the room are at least on one side. They're usually squares, sometimes they're circles, but they are. Uh, they light up when they're touched the right way, mm-hmm. and when they're all lit up, a door opens. And of course, you can't cross the path of the tether because yep. it's in your way. Mm-hmm. So you're th- you're literally threading the path through the level such that you hit all the points and can get to the door. I was yeah. going to say we all light up when we're all touched the right way. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> it's I mean it's true absolutely, um, but it's it's a game that I think. Uh, Started you off, eased me in really well, mm-hmm. and then just dropped me in the deep end. Yeah, it's one of those like, where hey. it's like you get the concept. It's like it's not hard mm-hmm. to figure out. No, there you. And go. then those first like that first room, basically <laughs> the first set, two couple sets, are like, okay, draw the path. Oh look, now you instead of going in a circle because you'll get trapped, you go in a zigzag, and mm. like it, you know, some of these uh, square pillars will have like bricks on them so that. You, um, not all four sides are exposed, so yes. you know the rope, the tether has to like touch one of the two sides that are exposed. But also, it tells you that the bits that are tacked on will push the rope out enough that it'll change the angle uh, of tension, which yeah. is uh, mm-hmm. sort of how to solve 
the next set of puzzles is to realize that oh right if i if i just swung in this way it would just draw this straight line but because there's an extra bit of brick it'll do it at an angle and mm. then there's there's like pull um you know pillars or or parts of walls that aren't the magic white material so you're you're they're just anchor points so that you can keep the tether out of your way for the next loop or something like that yeah i don't know how far either of you got into it but it 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 also ramps it up quite a lot and brings in new elements as well so it brings in like negative cubes so if you touch those your um your, your, tether, your goes tether goes black and you then can't light up anything so you're not allowed to touch those elements there's also some color puzzles that come into it a little bit oh, later I, on as I well i didn't get that far but so yeah i got i got part way through the negative ones and i was like okay i screamed through a, a bunch of these levels um i just i can't i can't see it yeah i need a break yeah absolutely um, i think the, the, the good thing is that you it, it's not a list of levels so you can you can come out of that bit and you can go to another um, sort of station and try some different puzzles. Yeah. Well, so I tried that, but and maybe I just didn't click right because a couple of stations weren't lit up and they wouldn't it wouldn't let me enter them. Yeah, so there and are so, there are some that so if you 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 do the five puzzles on this station, that will then yeah. light up a cable that takes you to the next one. And obviously, you can't do those yeah. until you've done those, but in a different in different rooms. There are other there are other stations that you can just go yeah. to, to to start these puzzles. So I, exp- I explored a little and and played around with some of the other rooms, but mm. it I guess it's sort of this weird thing where I kind of like the openness and the option, but like if you go to if you follow the exit signs, there's like um, cylindrical pillars that are rotating around, and it seemed like you needed to get them to stop once once the tether touches them they stop moving yep and it seemed like okay well there's four arrows Mm -hmm. maybe i just need to get line them up and then that didn't do anything i'm like i don't know what to do in this room uh and i this is the first room i found that was otherwise and i'm like did i it didn't seem to give enough information Mm. for yeah jumping the queue yeah but also it was kind of this weird tension of you're giving me access to this whole map but it seems like you really want me to do this linearly and you've got this weird plot of trying to save a stranded woman mm-hmm. yeah. who's guiding you through these anchor points and she doesn't talk to you when you go to these rooms like you don't get it's like the game tells you look there's going to be someone to help you out to figure out things you don't know that seems to be the setup and then you go you wander away because it lets you and then nothing happens yeah i find that really that was like the one frustrating part of giving me access to these other rooms me not quite knowing what the wind state is but also there not being any sort of notion of like like the game just doesn't do its plot unless you are doing the linear part. Yeah, and it's it's currently still in um, uh, like an unfinished state as well. It's in pre-release, so yeah. there's going to be. I assume a certain amount. It does does tell me in the email that they sent over that there are a few parts. So you you there is no end. You cannot get to the end at the moment. So. I encountered that puzzle as well. Where you had Don't to worry, the I wouldn't anyway. That's <laughs> <laughs> too stupid. <laughs> well, and I, I only I only discovered that puzzle because I went for a walk. Because I'm like, no, yeah, come to these. I'll have an explore. Go and have a wander around. Uh, so, so I, I'm the exact opposite. I hit the oh, this is the next place to go, and then I went for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even try the next puzzle. I'm like, what else can I do? And that's I think it's that might be why I was. I, I was a little frustrated. Cause I'm like, oh, I found a thing. Oh, I don't know what to do. Oh, I lit up all the things, and I, and like the 
the visual cues in the room suggest this is what I'm supposed to do. There's no other guidance. Uh, and then after that, I just kind of didn't look around for other rooms because sure. I was just like, yeah. Anyway, but you were saying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it does, as we said, we, we've all encountered sort of like the negative cubes. It does, uh, yeah. it does throw in some colored stuff as well. So you have to um, hit an orange uh, an orange cube and then hit another orange cube and that will turn your line back to white again and then you can leave right mm. um, there might be an orange cube and then an orange pillar and you have to hit the orange cube the orange pillar and then another orange cube and then get right. your line back to white. so mm. it, it starts to to throw a lot of uh, uh, of different kind of um sort of variables into there as well to kind of keep you thinking but i think the base set especially with the negative ones i really bashed yeah. my head against the wall on a few of those yeah. uh, and then as yeah. soon as i did it i'm like oh my that's it seems so simple now how yeah. how yeah. did i not you know figure this out five minutes ago type yeah. of thing the, the puzzles um, are really good and the gameplay's yeah. you know solid and i really like the look of it like a kind of mm. like muted muted shades and stuff like that so it's got. I think it's got a good overall presentation, and um, absolutely, I like. I like the fact I that like you the can. Re- yeah, well. yeah. I like the fact that you can rewind, um, like almost reel back in the uh, yes in yeah. the line, and or just reset altogether. Um, but yeah, my motion sickness kicked in, and I hmm. don't know why. Um, Do you think it was the? I thought the... it might have been the rewind at first, but then it was just hmm. the overall gameplay. So. Wow, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm trying to. My brain's dying every day. And was that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> because there's there's quite a contrast between um, like the colourful space station that you're wandering around, and then the muted tones of the the puzzles themselves. And yeah, no, did, just did, been did, did you puzzle. find it in both in both sections that you were I, you were? I feeling think it was it? just the, just the puzzles. Um, I, mm. I, I don't know what it was. I'm trying to remember how the camera works. It doesn't it, seem like it. It's not isometric. You can tilt, it's, uh, yeah, it's tilt like, it, yeah, um, to get a bird's eye view, which is nice. See the overall mm. puzzle, but it is—it's got a kind of tilted look to it. Not quite. It's kind of almost it's, like it's two two point five D, isn't it? It's not—it's mm, not sort of yeah. proper isometric, yeah. but it's kind of yeah, side it's isometric. On, it's a tilted side-on yeah. sort of view, isn't it? It might have been the refresh rate. So I, I'll look, I'll dig into the options the next time I get back mm. to it. Um, but this is very I much mean, a game that I need a walkthrough for. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till that's this is, yeah, and, and of course it's not out yet so yeah. whoops yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah it's a game that so this type of puzzle game I find that once I at least for me if I bash my head against a puzzle three or four times in a row I need to just stop the game mm-hmm. or switch to a different like set of puzzles and I guess that's kind of why I was disappointed that I couldn't like Yes, I get that. I guess more flexibility would be nice. Where yes, to understand how to do the color, I might. You're trying to teach me through negative, possibly, or like I get the progression. But sometimes, like another angle and same problem works just better. So yes. like being able to hit that color puzzle, me like, oh, now I see how these things connect. Next time I hit a negative puzzle, um, I might have a better idea, possibly. But just it just it felt much more like a brick wall, although. I'm glad you've told me that there are other rooms beside the big exit mm-hmm. room um, that I could play around in. I just, it just sort of, I guess that's one of the things with the level design because it, it's like you're trying to release all these anchors to free this lady and you're not sure what that means really, but that's the clue. And you immediately leave and there's a, a 
a yellow cable that goes to a box that looks like the thing you just solved, and it's lit up, and it leads to another one that isn't, and you can't start the one that isn't. So, like, it really, it felt like it was telling me it was a linear progression. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I can see that that is, it's an easy sort of path uh, laid out in front of you to, to follow, uh, and to think that that is how you, you have to do it. I think when you explore a little bit more and you start to um, to do all of the puzzles in one of these stations, you do start, you, you pick up little cards as well, which um, show you basically like a little grid and then a path around a grid, almost like a maze. And mm. there is some, I don't know, it's like a little box in a couple of rooms just on the side. And they have this sort of like almost secondary puzzle to them. So mm-hmm. you, 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 you present it with a screen and you trace the path shown on one of these sort of tickets that you've picked up. You trace the path. And that unlocks a load of uh, like logs and diary entries from the people that oh, were cool. on the space station. Okay. And so I thought it was... Uh, oh, yeah. So, so giving you a lot of exposition, providing you with a little bit more story or, and, and backstory to you know the space station itself, the people that were on there. But without kind of forcing that on you, you, you could just right. run through this and it'd be just, you know, basically just a puzzle game. A you, puzzle follow game. The path, you follow the path, you do the puzzles... You don't explore anymore. It's just giving a little bit extra on top, and I thought that that was cool. I I, I read through a few of them. And I'm like, oh, it's interesting just to see kind of, you know, what's actually happened here. Who are all these people? Because I got to a puzzle, and um, the, the the woman that you were helping, she started to mention other people. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, where, where are these other people? What you know, what is actually happening? Because at, at first it seems like she's the only person there, um, or, yeah. or and whether that is you know whether she has only been the only person there or not. But you discover that there's you know used to be a crew and all of these sorts of things. So actually, so maybe it, I just didn't explore enough. Well, it, it brings in elements that I enjoyed from sort of games like Last Year, from like observation and things, where mm. I wanted to know more about what was going on on you know a space station again. But I wanted to know more of what was going on with the crew and delve into kind of like the backstory about maybe why they're not there anymore um stuff like tacoma where you kind of you want to understand the relationship between these characters you're seeing you know a, a scene about them kind of happen like oh but what is who yeah. is this person to that person you're trying to unravel that story this provides that as well it gives you uh, uh, the means to be able to delve into that without forcing you to to sort of delve into it mm-hmm. just allowing you to either enjoy a puzzle game or giving you just that extra sort of level of depth to it yeah. as well. Um, right. And I think I didn't, um, I, I don't know, I, I kind of didn't know what to expect um, kind of going into the game, but I was really pleasantly surprised with just the level of kind of polish as well mm. that, the, that the game has. Like, as we've said, the art style is really nice. The voice acting is is really good. Uh, the The... I think is there is there one music track? I kind of had this one looping sort of <laughs> I, I, very honest, chilled kind of music sound yeah, in my is, head. Was, uh, yeah, but with puzzle games like these, where I'm just stuck, um, sometimes you might need to like personally, I might need to like mute the soundtrack yeah, or yeah. because it's like if that's looping over and over, then I will go insane. <laughs> um, oh, see, I just—I was just saying—I can't remember much about the music because, no. like, but I think I totally turned on, it off. I just stopped like paying attention. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I, as you say, then the overall package and the presentation 
is not what I expected. I thought it would just be there. level by level like um, yeah. puzzle game. But yeah, it's nice that they've um, put some decoration around the puzzles, so that's nice. Yeah, and I actually, uh, following on that, um, I'm glad to hear that there is more to the plot because mm. obviously I played a little bit of it and the, you know, I get, you know, it's a small developer, small game, to, to so like tripping audio codecs or whatever in random rooms you go in to like, it seems like extra polish you don't need, but like the fact that you can seek out this stuff and maybe it'll do things. Mm. So that seems like a good balance from what I thought, which was kind of like, oh, you're giving me this open like world, but it seems pretty static. And so it's just mm. me wandering about until I go back to the same place. Mm. Um, so I'm looking forward to trying it again. Um, because, yeah, I mean, you know, the few times where you, those sort of, around the negative ones and the ones right before that, it was like the right level of try a couple times and be like, ah, okay, I think this is what it is, doing it wrong, crossing the streams, but then immediately being like, right, now that I get this part of the puzzle, I know how to rethread the first part of the puzzle, yes. so yeah, I'll yeah. just do that. And then it was just one level where I was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it was just, like just sort of even even through like random trial and error I'm like I kind of get how maybe two of these string together but it might that might be yeah. completely wrong I might need to go laterally. That's, that's why I need a walkthrough because yeah. it is just like a it's a puzzle game distilled down to like the most basic um where everything's on screen. Those this is what you've got. Yeah, it's Those perfect are the elements. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. go figure it out and sometimes yeah. your brain just cannot do that um, yeah. yeah I mean this is the yeah. biggest pro- like um, what was that game Barbara is you uh, <laughs> this is this no, year's Barbara um, is you <laughs> Kami Kami the yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah the folding origami the paper crafty yeah, yeah. sort of yeah there are just a few levels I could never still I've gone back I'm like nope <laughs> I've, I've done harder yeah. parts of this game yeah. this is like level three on the third letter and I'm like, still don't know yeah. how the fuck to do this within three clicks. I don't understand. Sometimes puzzle games just do that. Where it's like, I will yeah. never figure this out till the day I die. No matter how many yeah, times Yeah, I mean, I this try. is why I like games like Kami where you can you kind of unlock so you can kind of float between mm. different levels and so yeah. long as you're mildly successful it, it'll work. And I guess one of the things that I didn't like was again it's like, well you do these in batches of five. Yes, yeah. Mm. or four yeah. or whatever it is and it's so like, I got stuck on like the fourth puzzle of one so. yeah and then you're like cool I guess this game is dead to me until I figure this out <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the most frustrating thing when you're enjoying it and you're mm. you want to do more of these things but this particular instance mm. is never going to happen do you, do you yeah. think there was like m- sorry multiple like uh, solutions to like some puzzles or is it just do you think it's uh, just that one? I don't know, but I felt like there was. So when yeah, I when start, I achieved I a puzzle and I'm like, I, I you know, I've been bashing my head, I said, mm-hmm. Oh, that's it, and I got it. I'm like, is there another way I could have done this? Mm. It seems like that's there should be. Like, yeah. But I think some of them know. Yeah, mm. occasionally the way that um where your where your your column is set up and you've kind of got, you know, blocks on, on either side. Yeah. You know you can only hit this point. So actually you have to originate from up here or down here. You you have to come to that one in one yeah. of those I, ways. I, There's no other way of kind of approaching that. Yeah. yeah. It it does seem That's what, like some of them are a set path as such. Yeah. Because it felt like that at this 
in start and then f- further on it was like no this seems like a very specific yeah uh, I, I think that the early ones are just because they're, they're teaching you yeah, elements. Yeah. Okay. yeah yeah I enjoyed it yeah good good I want to know what the robot is doing <laughs> I still don't know what, like you're removing anchors but I don't get how like you've sent a little robot and you're gonna where? release the xenomorph onto earth <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, that was the one thing with the plot and everything mm. I found odd because it's just like you're now doing the puzzle, and there was no like. They made a point of saying this removes anchors, and mm. all of them mm. removed was free the girl, but that's yeah, it's it. Freeing that xenomorph like, that's in that cage. But like, I don't know. That was it. Was just sort of like there's so much <laughs> wrapping, but at no point do they tell you what this activity is. Yeah, I mean, maybe you get into that through the story a little yeah. bit. But I mean, but it feels like from the perspective of the player, yeah. they would have to know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think you're anyway, philosophizing. That's a minor gripe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm, always. <laughs> right, let's open some more beers. I'm ready for my for my next one. Lucy, yeah. we'll come to mm. you first. Yeah. What have you got? I've got a beer from North Brinko, um, who have just been doing stellar things lately. Um, yes. I mean, churning a lot of beers out, Not, not stellar things. Not oh, stellar no, no, Artois <laughs> Thank hey. God. Uh, but this is called... Artois. Tunnels of LA. It's a 7% West Coast IPA. It's got Amarillo and Simcoe in it. And that's pretty much it. Mm. Yep. Stark. Um, very nice, but very stark. Yes. Art and oh, stark really information. Like yeah, their, their can art's really good, North. Really good. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's it, really. Cool. Adam, what have you got? Yeah. I have a surprising Lucy. Uh, I have the Five Points Brewing Stout Porter. It's oh, not really? just a stout. <laughs> stout yeah. Porter. Ooh. Ooh. Stout Porter is our tribute to London's illustrious brewing history. It's richer and more cla- robust than our classic railway porter and bursting with roast coffee and dark chocolate flavors. Uh, it is 6.2% uh, a bigger, bolder London porter. So it is a porter done with some stout overtones. Okay. Nice. Uh, and in a bottle as well? Yeah. Mm, lovely. Lovely. Uh, I... It's been a while since I've had a bottle. Yeah. I haven't had one for a long time. I've got one sat downstairs, maybe ready for next week, but it's uh, it is an imperial stout. Didn't fancy oh. quite fancy that one tonight. Yeah. I've got a bottle uh, of Colonel. Because in the apocalypse, ooh, that's all I need. Nice, nice. Uh, I'm drinking a collaboration. This is kind of like the annual Wylam Yeasty Boys collaboration. This is WXY Five. Mm. Um, and it's a Southern Hemisphere IPA. Uh, very, very simple can design. Yeah. And it says, bah, 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 the hops are Nelson Sauvon T90 and Galaxy T90. Also contains as allergens barley, gluten, and wheat. That is about it. It is 7%. Ooh. But that's all the information I got. So yeah, yeah, two seven percenters, and a porter as always. Yes. Yeah, mine. Mine's got a. Doesn't have the nicest of aromas. It's, it smells. It's got like a soapy coriander smell to it. Oh really? Hmm. 
like light lemony. Hmm. It looks very clear. Um, oh, maybe not. Oh, maybe not quite actually. Not clear. Maybe oh. it's just yeah. It's just the the, the color looking quite. It's, yeah, it looks like, like my it last should be. Just a distinct yellow. Yeah, mm. not, not, not a yellowish beer. Um, yeah. not lightish straw, but yeah, it looks quite. You can see that it's like thin and like it's very much looking like my last bit. Um, just a bit of haze, but you can see slightly through it. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I can see your finger when you're mm. holding up the light. So it's no, it's no brick of color like Ben's last one. Mmm. <laughs> no. It's got a bit of body to it, though. I'd still say oh, yeah. it's medium bodied. I mean, it's seven percent beer. It's not, it's not light or thin at all. Even mm. though it looks it. Hmm. It's really soft. Really soft. Just easy, just easy drinking. Um, it's very bitter. I think some people would hmm. think, would maybe think it's got like a soapy taste to it. Mm. I am getting that slightly, but I don't know if that's because it's just very, very bitter. Mm. I very much like that. It's, it's like really heavy bitterness. Does it? Does that bitterness kick off from the start, or does it? Does it roll into it? No, it's pretty much from the start, mm. and, it, and it's lingering as well. Hmm. Yeah, you're not really getting much fruit, like at all. It's like very soft, and it's just like, oh no, here comes the bitterness. Like hmm. mid taste, and then all the way through the end. I mean, I like my bitterness, but for someone who doesn't and probably want something a bit more fruity this is probably not the beer to go to mm. I mean it's been sitting sitting around for a while so it's probably at the the, the best temperature that I can have it um, yeah I mean I like it I mean it's it, it's 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 not as well balanced as um, the last beer in terms of like getting a nice bit of bitterness at the end but you're still getting that fruit at the start most of what I can taste is just yes, that bit. It's like, oh, I'm drinking something soft, but I can't really tell what kind of soft drink it is. It doesn't taste like orange juice or yeah. pineapple juice or or like um like a soft cherry or something like that. It's just like, oh, yes, I'm drinking something that's nice and palatable and you know mm. has a nice mouthfeel. But then it's just like, oh, bitterness. I can't even taste. It's like whatever I was tasting before, I don't even know what that is because bitterness has <laughs> just completely taken over. I yeah. mean, if I said, Ben, it'll give, give me a beer that's just bitter. I don't care what it is, just I want a bit of beer and you gave me this, I'd be like, yeah, cool. But I don't know if it's... um. I don't know if it's something that I'd want to have if it was like I want a nice well balanced beer I want a good west coast IPA that's mm. um it's just just to one note yeah so a note that I like <laughs> if you don't like bitterness then I'd probably say stay away but mm. um I think I think coming off the back of the unbarred um mm. this does seem very one note but yeah I'll I'll give it some thought see if I warm up to that bitterness see if um mm. If I get, See if the other things can maybe yeah, come out once you get, get over the, yeah. get notice it, get over, get over the uh, initial shock of just being slapped in the face by 
bitterness. But, um, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. TBA. Cool. Uh, mm. Adol, we'll come to you. Your um, second dark beer of the evening. Nose. Yeah, it's way lighter on the nose. Um, almost a little soapy. <laughs> like it smells. It smells like a porter, but not very light. And there's a bit of a weird soapy something. Not sure what that is. Anyway, my beer was so bitter that it made its way down to Bristol. Now you're being affected. <laughs> mm. As soon as you crack the can, it's been. <laughs> and every yeah. beer that had been opened in that moment was yeah. affected. Look, do not make jokes about things transmitting over <laughs> through the air, sir. We're going to have to mark this as health explicit. Yeah. Um, so, this uh, this is doing more things. Um, mm. It's okay, the 6.2% give, gives. It, it's, I mean, you can see the head is, is much more coaty. It's just more viscous of a beer, um, which means it clings to the tongue a little more, which is what I like for these sort of strong, robust coffee chocolate flavors. I like when the thing actually hugs the, my tongue so I can really, you know, I'm stuck with them for a bit. Yeah. Um, it's a little... You can tell it's a porter rather than a stout from the other one. A little more roasted in its flavors. But, um, and it dries the mouth out a little, which is kind of unfortunate because I like everything about this taste. I kind of want to just hold on to it. It's coupled with the roastedness and the coffee type flavor. It's just got, this taste is like much more like a coffee beer. There's slight sort of, um, sweeter notes. It ends. It finishes a little sweet. Not as sweet as the last one. It um, finishes dry though, mm. which I don't quite like. Um, just because I can still the t- like on the top of my mouth still have that coffee yeah. aftertaste. Like yeah, I was about to say, if it didn't dry my dry. tongue out, I would just cool. I would love this like thirty to forty five seconds of just like ah. <sighs> but actually, my my tongue and my throat feel like. Maybe I'll take another sip, and that's sort of fighting in against why I think this is really str- like a nice. The strength of the beer is that it has this nice strong taste. Of mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd want a dry porter. Yeah, yeah like, you got that. To be clear, very bitter coffee. Yeah, and, and yeah. like th- it, it's not a dry taste. It's just like, like the mouthfeel is dry. Yeah, once everything's okay. gone. Yeah. yeah. Like, your tongue feels kind of immediately parched once the main part of the taste curve is gone. Mm. So your mouth is like, oh yeah, coffee. This is nice. And your tongue's like, yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's more robust, but actually, it's mostly this coffee stuff. It's not, it's not sort of balanced. It's like a roasted coffee couple notes that are just there they, they're really good they're really nice they linger but it's sort of that taste throughout um which i really like but uh it's actually oddly made me appreciate the balance of the last beer a little more mm. um yeah i think that's all i need to say with yeah, this i mean i guess it's it's strong i get why it's a, st- a porter a stouty porter because mm. it's <coughs> those stout notes, but it's got that body of a porter. Mm. 
And yeah, I just wish the finish was a little wetter. Mm. Yeah. That is fair. Yeah, it is, absolutely. Um, I don't know whether whether your beer did explode and emanate things, but I'm I'm getting a little of a... Um, <laughs> in, uh, it's not quite a soapy taste, but it is. It's it's kind of somewhere around that. Um, I don't know, somewhere around that kind of area, and I don't know whether it's maybe the citrus in this beer that's making me think a bit more about you know, uh, uh, like washing up liquid soap, you know, detergent type of of, of thing, combined with. Um, Combined with, uh, you know, that that bitterness as well. Where where the last bit, um, the don't cross the line, was almost as if I was kind of like biting into an orange. This this right. gives me um, a, a lot more kind of pineapple, and I've never bit into a pineapple yeah. before with the you know with the skin on and uh, you know full pineapple. So I've got no idea really? what yeah. that tastes you like. No, live a little bit. But yeah. I mean, no, <laughs> no one does it. that. Um, but this gives me, it gives me pineapple, but it's also giving me this, again, this kind of bitterness right at the end, which has this, um, sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use, are you visualizing him biting into a pineapple? Yeah, but not like on the side, just like from the top. <laughs> oh, through the leaves? Yeah. Oh, just <laughs> like, I mean, Sea of Thieves, they eat the banana with like, the skin on and they just smash it into their face and you see Ben smashing a pineapple <laughs> to his face. Um, Sorry. I'm going to use a word coined uh, uh, by Adult this week because I'm not really sure how to grummy. describe this beer. It's grummy, mate. <laughs> it's a grummy beer. <laughs> uh, I mean... <laughs> We've got to incorporate that into the episode. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've got it written down, just just in case. Um, yeah, yeah it, it starts off with these, with a bit of pineapple, and really, really quickly kicks into that bitterness. But that kind of pithy, piney, you know, element to it. But it, it leaves that 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 pineapple, that fruit flavour, slightly. Um, slightly soured, slightly stewed, almost, um, and it's mm. not—it's not the best combination to have, uh, you know, that slightly stewy pineapple flavour and and this bitterness with it as well. Um, it, kind of those two flavours together aren't, you know, not working for me. At least it's—it's. It's, I, I will drink it. Absolutely, mm. it's not. Um, it, it's not kind of like a beer that I would uh, am averse to. Um, I think that there's just maybe a little bit of a balance issue yeah. between the sort of the two elements that are trying to vie for you know dominance within this. And mm. again, I don't know whether what, what hops was it. Uh, so uh, Nelson Sovon. So kind of expect, excuse me. Oh, kind of expect <laughs> that. Um, Kind of expect that that, that piney <laughs> that piney na- that piney notes uh, and and finish to it, uh, but the galaxy in there as well. I don't know whether the two of them just aren't quite, um, uh, you know, gelling, uh, gelling exactly, mm. exactly. Uh, and again, I don't know any of the other kind of ingredients really that have gone into this. I'm not given sort of like a full malt bill. I don't know what the yeast was that's gone into this, but yeah, they they just they they seem to be trying to vie 
for for dominance in this, and neither are quite getting on top of each other enough to uh, to have this sort of through line to it. It is just two flavors just smashing against each other. Yeah, I mean, I I've just had a look at um, North Brewing's website, mm. and uh, they're saying that um, there should be rich pine and orange marmalade and floral flavor that you're getting from this beer. But prior to all that, they did say. Um, Tunnels of LA has a sharp bitterness which we've raised a little higher from our mm. latest West Coast brew so I think they've raised that bitterness bar maybe a little <laughs> too high so because yeah. I feel like I've been assaulted um, by bitterness so. well it is Tunnels of LA I'm you know, yeah, pretty sure that a... probably happened to you if you went there yeah face full of smog yeah <laughs> yeah mm. Instantly, they're just LA assaulted, like. assaulted by noise, cacophony of stuff hammering mm. your senses as soon as you get into LA. Mm. I think yeah. I'm, get, I'm starting to get used, to the, more used to it though. But yeah, um, off the bat, it was quite bitter. Mm. It's, it's still got that bitter aftertaste right now. But Ooh, as you say, Ben, it's like something you're not averse to, but maybe not what you want from mm. uh, a, a balanced beer. Yeah. yeah. You want it all. Well, that's it. Yeah, we do want it all, unfortunately. Mm. Um, <laughs> Always. Right, let's move back into uh, into games. I know, Lucy, mm. you may still have more games to I talk do. about. I do. I do. even bought my notepad just to remind <laughs> me what the hell they were. But, um... Uh, I'll start off with a game called. Wait, does Notepad.exe even exist anymore? Is that like a old? No, it does e- it's got to exist. Surely. It's got to exist. I think if I bring up my start menu, it's going to destroy. Oh yeah, so. yeah. 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 Like, yep. Where, no, no, where else do you write? You're right. HTML and all that. Anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> the terminal. Oh damn it! I'm on a shitty operating system again. Um. You need that penguin, mate. Yeah. What what are the thing the two most uh what, what's that saying what are the two sure things in life? Death um, and no. taxes. Well done. That's the name of the game I played. <laughs> <laughs> I played a game called Death and Taxes on Steam, um, <laughs> and it is a it's, I'd call it something that's trying to be akin to Papers Please, um, okay. in the case of you're at a desk, you're playing as the Grim Reaper, and you're deciding oh. who lives and dies. Um, basically, you've been created to be the Grim Reaper by fate. Fate's like, okay, we need somebody to sort through all this paperwork, who lives and who dies. And you're given these profiles on um, on a daily basis. It's set over like 28 days, uh, the story, um, of who's to live and who's to die. It gives you a short little excerpt of their lives, so it might say... Um, so it'll say their name, their age, their profession, or and just a short little uh, summary of what they do, or who they are, and stuff like that. And basically, fate uh, gives you these parameters each day, so you need like um, two people out of six to, uh, to say to kick the bucket, or they want people of this certain age or this people mm. from this certain background to stay alive and you well not quite stamp use a use a pen 
tick who lives who dies and you file that paperwork for the day and you get an um, appraisal by fate every day um, to say how you've done and at the end of the 28 days it's basically you see what state uh, the world is in after the 28 days um, there, there are a lot of things to like about this game but there are a lot of things um, that seem su superfluous and like perfunctory it's like okay. you're not going to get the depth of like papers please on a gameplay sort of um mm. uh level or or even like oh this is really making me think level um because you're not mm. under any time constraints or any constraints where it's like yes you're given the parameters by death but you can like disobey those to pretty much not really any effect i mean if you keep doing oh, things really? Consistently wrong after three strikes, you will get fired. But it's right, like it's wait, easy so enough don't... to skirt the line of like, I'm not going to get fired, or I'll, I'll just, mm. you know, not follow all the instructions here. Whereas papers, please, it was like these things have consequences, even if they're not seen like the day after. Um, they're seen long term. Like, oh, this started a terrorist attack eight days later or something like that. So you're not going to get any of that depth there and in terms right. of gameplay it's not really checking this against that or that against this um, so if you're coming to it from a, like that kind of social or gameplay aspect you're, you're going to be disappointed mm. what I find interesting about death and taxes is more oh reflecting <coughs> on myself who would I prefer to die um, a, <laughs> a YouTuber <laughs> or a drug smuggler and the answer's YouTuber every single day. <laughs> and it's like... Yeah, every time. That's where I got the fun out of this game. Also, hi, YouTube viewers. <laughs> that's where, that, where I got the fun out of this game. Reflecting on my own biases and, like, my own morals and what I think is right and wrong. Like, someone would be like, oh, yeah, you kill the coal miner, you know, the person who, who's got this, you know, killing the planet or something like that. Or, and some people are like, no, I'm going to kill the anti-vaxxer. Or it's like, no, Lucy, I'm going to kill the vegan. And it's like, <laughs> it, it's just, it, 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 it really, made, I, I just threw like all the other stuff out the window. Because you can like, quote unquote, win the game and get the best outcome. But mm. it, it, I've played the game through a couple of times and I think it's about two hours, um, a whole gameplay uh, walkthrough. But... I, when I realise that it's like the, the the parameters for getting like fate on your side and maybe not condemn the whole world are very the, the, the things you have to do with it, it's like it's not fun and it's like it's not it, it's not very tangible and it's not clear cut mm -hmm. it's like oh I have you know I have to do specific, specific thing on this day or specific thing on this day and it be became like strategy game. I, yeah. I don't. That's not where the game strengths lie. I think where it, you know the fun lies in on your first playthrough, unbeknownst to all the what happens in the end and stuff like this, and just going through the profiles, mm. um, seeing who you'd prefer to live and prefer to die. I think that's where um, mm. the fun lies. Yeah, it's, strategy can very mm. easily 
feel like a chore, just like yeah. something that you have to do, rather than the game kind of allowing you to, mm. you know, you know, do what you were doing, you know, explore, um, mm. skirt those edges, to you know, have your your decisions be a little bit questionable mm-hmm. in that sort of sense. Suddenly, when you you throw kind of a strategy element into that, that will change how you play completely. It exactly, might, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and doesn't allow you to express what you want to really. Yeah, and I mean, you can tell that it wasn't like trying to get across a social message or something like that. It's, it's, mm. it's not that because it's got like quite light-hearted writing, like quite you know ironic, funny, in-your-face writing, right. and um, you're doing all these things to like a jazz um, soundtrack like a nice. beat soundtrack and you you can like um you get paid every day if you do the right thing sometimes you don't get paid and you just go see this pirate and like buy snow globes <laughs> from him and stuff like that so it's <laughs> it's got you, you know you know it's not going to be like oh soviet trombones glory to <laughs> aristoska <laughs> and like kind of heaviness to it so, so you're going in with that um kind of mindset but and i think the best part of the game is when um, when you've decided who lives and who dies, the next day you, you're basically seeing like a news feed, and it's like, oh, oh. Um, the people who die, they just die in like the most ridiculous ways, or right. the things that you thought, oh, I'm going to kill this person because it's a good thing to do, I'm going to kill this drug smuggler, and then you find out, oh, this drug smuggler was like, I don't know, working on a cure for cancer and stuff like that, and, <laughs> and <it's> just, <laughs> yeah, as, as drug smugglers are, that, that, that sure. may not yeah. be the, <laughs> the the exact thing, but you. It's funny how things like how ironic fate can be mm. and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So I think that's the best part of the game. But yeah, that's Death and Taxes. I think it, there's a demo up there. And mm. Yeah. So mm. uh, just uh, on the reviews, mm. um, uh, <coughs> wow. Ibrahimi von Luton mm. says it does a great job of sim- Simulating a boring and repetitive office job. Every day you fill out the same paperwork, no new gameplay elements introduced. And after two hours, you get to see how your paperwork affected everything. I think the reveal is mightily interesting, but in itself, the game is a slog. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really change up the gameplay over those 28 days. And if you are taking it at a slow pace, like, it can become you know, a bit monotonous. It sounds like it's mostly about like the content of the writing rather than the yeah, gameplay changing. I'd say so. I'd just say it's um, mildly amusing to reflect on yourself as well, to think, who would I kill? Mm. Yeah, I mm. think that's probably the right way to look at yeah. it. Um, although, uh, Jay Swift also says, uh, I own 500 plus games, and this quite possibly may be the most boring game of them oh, all. Oh, wow. Seriously boring. I don't um, think that's possible. Th- yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, it, so a lot of the negative reviews seem to say it's boring mm. or repetitive, and I think it's, I think it's honestly probably people who just don't read and do the click-through thing, and this is not one of those games. From what you're saying, a lot of it is contemplation and some of the ironic writing. Well, if if you're just, like, trying to do the gameplay loop... I get that, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So it's just kind of unsurprising (laughs) that these negative reviews are people who are just like, I... Mm. I tried to do a thing and I got bored. Because games can be funny the outside themselves. Because I was laughing at the fact that yeah. I'd kill a vegan over any, <laughs> any other murderer or kidnapper. Or <laughs> I think that's fair, right? 
And I was like, um, yeah, and I just became like nihilistic at the end. I was like, just kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> if fate's going to damn us all, then either save them all or kill them all. Or, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the game. Yeah, death and taxes. Nice. I have one more game, but if anyone else had anything to talk about. Well, who? Adol. Adol. How you doing, dude? I was thinking, have I'm fine. fine. Have you? Have you? Have you... Uh, I played. I played. I, I saw. I saw. I might have seen a screenshot that you you, you yeah. sent over to us. Uh, we oh, talked yeah. it, about it briefly last week, but I hadn't played it yet. Uh, I'm happy to pl- talk about that. Yeah, talk about it. The uh, yeah, talk about cool. it now. even though you have no. Yeah. No, I'll just uh, glaze played... over right now. But I, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Whilst I sleep, I played the Final Fantasy VII remake demo. <laughs> How long is that on thing? my PlayStation? Uh, like forty-five minutes. Ah. Yeah, Pretty yeah. Um, on the PlayStation Four non-pro, but it does have HDR elements that the regular PlayStation Four can have. Mm. My screen that I'm staring at now uh, has HDR ten or whatever it is, and Fuck, it's one of the prettiest things I've seen. Yeah. Um, but I think the problem with sitting at computer distance to mm. uh, a 49-inch TV is, like, the boy, does hair look pixely in places. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hair is notoriously really hard to animate, and I think if I was sitting at, like, on the couch, I wouldn't have noticed it, but I was like, well, that's disappointing. Um, also, Barrett's chest hair... <laughs> Looks more painted on than textured uh, than actual hair, yes. and that's a weird thing. When you choose to have him having a shirt that has just hair, and then you just don't make it. I don't know. It was just that was like the only time in the graphics where I was like, "That that's weird. This looks so to place because everything has got such fine. Like it's so well designed. Like they pay attention to all these details. There's movement and in, in things that you might not think there needed to be, and then it's just like." Someone took a sharpie to Barrett's chest. <laughs> um, I really liked it. It made me stoked. Uh, but also, I think I have a worry that the whole thing is going to be longer than it needs mm. to be. So, like, this was 45 minutes. It was the Midgar mission. And as a demo, it worked really well because you need to sort of, if, if I don't know the story, I want to know, like... What if Jessie's a real character? Then her, like, pseudo-flirtatious interactions with Cloud, if you've never done this before, mm. you're like, oh, she's like... She's hot for Cloud. I get there. Oh, they're already yeah. flirting in she's the hot for them. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, no, but she, they're already flirting in, like, OG FF7 demo. Like, it's the first, like, five lines of the, yeah. the, the movie. Oh, that's how you the get the game. gamers on. Yeah. yeah. Gamers uh, capital but, G. And I mean, spot... Yeah, spoiler alert, Jesse's not a real character in the rest of the game. Um, but uh, I, I felt like a lot, like, I liked the progression through the power plant, making it a little longer, having a few more enemies, making it feel like um, more of a big thing. But a lot of the plot and cutscenes in the middle felt kind of like filler mm. dialogue. Yeah. Like, Yes, if you're breaking into a place, you're going to have to have your hacker hack a door. And then another door will happen to be hacked. But like to have those spots where there's a lot of dialogue 
that go kind of goes nowhere yeah. and is mostly either just filler or Barrett saying, I don't know, I trust you 17 times. You're like, is it? Look, I know part of it is I know this story. Yeah. And I've heard the, sh- I've seen the short version of this, but like, if what you're doing is just, if that's what you're adding, it, as well as the longer maps and the cool mm-hmm. new gameplay, then I'm a little worried that we need, like, you're going to have episodes seven of mm. these because you're just stretching it. Out. Is, is, is yeah, this it final just, it felt, code? Like, is this not a vertical slice or is this final code? This uh, will be part I, of the game. It's not final code. Like, this will be part of the game. Or I is mean, it just like a. No, we'll, yes, it will be part of the game. Oh, this yeah. is the opening. Yeah, this, to the is, game. this is the first act of the mm. game. Oh, okay. First, right, okay. Um. Yeah, to the point where it ends with like a montage of what you ex- know is coming if you've played FF Seven. Mm-hmm. So like a like a, a basically a montage of, of yeah. cuts <coughs> of the future interactions. Yeah, I wasn't sure if they were just like, oh, let's throw everything that you can be expecting from the full game no. into this thing, and that's why it seems a bit overstuffed. Or I mean, I think if that's part. Of it. Yeah, no, I think because FF Seven was well designed in the mm-hmm. beginning to get you used to because the, they also did a new battle system in that game. Um, they made it so that you played by yourself, and then they added party members, mm. and it works. That that's much more important in this game, um, because it's not just active time; it's like full on. It's a little action RPG, um, and I was annoyed at myself for needing to use four or five potions on the big boss. I think um, I used about ten. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, man, no. Okay, well, I feel less bad Filthy then. Filthy casuals. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, Jesus, bad. Um, but uh, it's just... Um, uh, yeah, I, I guess... I, I liked the battle system. I liked the... Uh, switch between things, try and balance. I'm sure with four... Part, three party members. I don't know if it'll scale to four. OG is three, right? Yeah, yeah. it is three, and yeah. And you tag people yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, or no, you don't. No, no, you That's don't tag people in. It's, it, it, it's so just... You just those... rotate them yes. off. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, I like the graphics. I liked... I'd like to... It seemed like positional play might matter, but it was mostly like... Um, jumping between characters based on how quick they were getting certain skills... Mm. And using those, and I, I, maybe it's good that there's not positional play because the AI for like Cloud when you jump to Parrot is sometimes like, why are you standing over there? All, like all the way over there? Like this isn't useful, and vice versa, right? Like sometimes the long range guy just runs forward and then starts shooting. And you're like, like one of the worst. Like the I didn't. Also the cat. So gripe. Um, because of the lock-on system and stuff, it's not always clear how many enemies are on screen. Yeah. So there's one point where there was like, these guys are super dodgy, and you basically have to use magic on them to knock them down and then hit them. Uh, and it turns out there were a couple turrets that were just like, I'm like, why am I like I'm dodging? I'm trying to do the thing. Is it that just the fact that when I jump to the the uh, like jump between the two characters I have control over that the AI is just garbage? When it turns out there were turrets and it just didn't see. Mm. They were just constantly shooting yeah, us. Yeah, I remember that bit. Yeah, yeah, and and then it was like, oh, 
And it was just because the camera didn't really show mm. it, and because there were two guys right in front of me when I was hit, being like switched to next enemy, it was just bouncing between those two. I had no idea that there were two or three turrets, depending on where we were fighting, that could easily hit us. And that would have changed my like approach, because obviously they're one person's long range, they can attack the turrets. But also the AI never attacked the turrets. There was just like, there's two bad guys on the ground close to us, so we'll just shoot that guy. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So like things like that made me sort of like, mm, I, I know this needs more polish, but like, this is the problem of... How much um, more polish, isn't it, out in like a month? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Crunch, come on. They'll, they'll remake the game two times over. Uh, yeah, well, this is, but uh, yeah, so that, that Kingdom Hearts, isn't it? Isn't you've got you've got to wonder when this was kind of this element was ready. I suppose as well, you know, this may have been a, from a build a month ago, and they just and they oh, just sure got it. it was, yeah, yeah, they just got it ready to be able to do. Oh yeah, or or, or previous conference behind closed doors press sort of demo that people were able yeah. to play maybe I mean, from last year or something yeah. like that. And and it's one of those things where it that taught me the lesson of kind of having to take a moment in the fight to like scan around to make sure I'm not missing yes. enemies that I yeah. don't immediately see. Um, but they were like also shooting through parts of the environment at times, I think. It wasn't clear and it was like, well, I can't see them. So unless I look over in that corner where it looks like a wall and hit the lock on mm. button, I'm probably not going to mm. target them. Uh, but other than that, I found it um, good. I liked the fact that so they made yeah. So some of the like special skills are, are can be done all the time. Like you basically have your ATB fills up. You can do like braver or or, or like they gave you more things to do other than just attack and yep. spell. Um, because. Wasn't the first limit break yes. braver? Yeah, yeah. And now, now you jump all the way to like cross slash mm. as the big as your actual limit break. Um, sorry. Yeah, um, <laughs> you lot just in a whole lot of words that I could not. The one thing <laughs> I was surprised at is how slow the limit break took to build. Yeah, it was very slow. Yeah, like on that boss battle, I got to clouds, but not Barretts. Just didn't get to do Barretts. Y- yeah, I think. I think I was the same, actually. I was like, he was like not even two thirds. It was just like, and I and I think maybe that's oh. a, you know uh, when we spoke about this last week, I kind of questioned the speed at which their um, gauges filled. I'm not sure whether it was time based or damage based. You know, it, it fills up quicker the amount of damage that you're getting, or like possession based. So I was cloud for a lot of the boss battle. Mm. And my abilities bars were filling up quite quickly. Were you? But that's but but that's terrible because Barrett's the one with the lightning bolt spell. Yeah, but that's y- the one that does damage to yes, robots. Yes, but you can. Um, so when I'm cloud, you can press R two, and it oh, lets yeah, you tell him. make yeah, Barrett yeah. do abilities. But if it is about possession and filling up those bars, then I should have been Barrett because that would have filled up quicker, and then I could have yeah. done it more often. So there's a lot of stuff in there which kind of isn't very Clear. kind of self-explanatory, um, or may not just. And be, they have these tooltips that didn't really. Yeah, 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 it might not be fleshed out as much at the moment either, uh, or whether Barrett is I just mean, I'm still fine a with character. The you know, we we get yeah. to Tifa and she fills up fucking super quick, 
and she can just and you know she yeah. hits a few couple you know a couple of times and then she can do an ability and she hits a couple of times she can do an ability and it's based on just the character rather than possession damage time type of, of yeah. thing so yeah so so I do yeah I mean there's a lot more to learn I mm. have to say that um I kept I was in like JRPG mode so I kept not um trying to dodge as much as I should or just having the situational awareness like when at one point there was a the first time you get a dog enemy I just cornered the dog and started thrashing yeah. on it and the dog was doing nothing to me but that was getting shot in the back and I was like oh, right <laughs> Oops. Um, so I actually think that I really like the combat system overall it's like I said the targeting the camera that was less yeah. good um, what was I going to say about that yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm curious how summons will work. I'm mm. kind of sad that they didn't show that because it's such an in, important part of FF7. Also, like, I'm assuming material works kind of the same, but they didn't really come out. Like, you have one spell and your sword has a green dot and a missing green, uh, a missing slot, and the Barret has one green dot, etc. Yeah. Um, maybe I missed a secret. I tried to explore as much as I could, but, like,. I was hoping to like get a materia drop from mm. one of the chests or something, so I could like add it to figure it. Um, but yeah, overall, I'm, I'm I'm impressed. Like I said, I've got some worry about how long they're stretching it out. Minor worries about the gameplay, but which you can probably, probably get used to. But I think there's enough in that uh, this new system that I'm quite interested in how mm. the battles will go, which is nice because up till now it's kind of like I want to see one of my favorite gaming stories in pretty and now it's like i kind of want to play this as well so overall it did what it needed yeah. to do but i've got some reservations yeah it's fair yeah, that's fair I, 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 yeah, yeah. Especially I, I, I feel square enix. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think you mean squeenix yes it's squeenix yeah. well yes yeah. <laughs> um so uh let's i, I was going to say let's finish there but lucy i know you've got another game to talk about yeah, it, can you can you talk about it within sort of like thirty seconds or d- d- is it is it <laughs> a few minutes is it I can sort of uh, does it need a bigger conversation? It doesn't really need a bigger conversation because <laughs> it's um it's House Flipper, oh, which is oh. a very well, maybe it does need a bigger game. conversation. Does it? Let's get into really? the architectural detail of flipping houses. <laughs> Flipping houses. Yeah, I could speak about it next week if needed, but yeah, it's just yeah. a very relaxing game. It's a very—I wouldn't call it rudimentary, but it kind of is. Um, it's a rudimentary game where you're just flipping houses. You are—you can either go into the story mode, which I have finished, and you are just doing menial tasks for for people. People email you. The, the emails are pretty good. That that written well it does seem like real human beings there's one like creepy old man who's like thanks sweetheart for doing this and stuff like that but anyway um (laughs) and you're just cleaning windows hoovering um cockroaches you can change that it changes setting where it's like broken glass instead of cockroaches if you've got a fear of cockroaches and thought that was pretty nice um and just knocking down walls, painting walls, um, installing furniture and um, app- appliances, really and it we, is we, just simply 
We yeah. definitely needed a bigger conversation about <laughs> yes, this. Yes, I think yeah. we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> but I'll leave it as it's such a chilled out game. Good. <laughs> but That's yeah, nice. we'll speak about it next week. What, what sure. platform are you on? I played it on Xbox, which is actually pretty good. But yeah, we'll speak about it next week. That's I'm glad they can fine. take a highly stressful job and make it chill out. That's cool. That's good. <laughs> I, I may I may yeah, need this just to offset my fucking existence. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I mean, no, you 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 cannot play this game because that's just that is just ruining your hobby, friend. <laughs> I'm saying do not play this game. <laughs> oh, dear. No, I should probably stay away. So, let's finish there. We'll go to House... Uh, discuss House Flipper uh, more in depth next week. Uh, let's talk about the beers that we drank. Lucy, um, mm-hmm. you've had two beers. One from Umbard and one from North. Yeah. I think um, I know which you preferred, well, but let's you. get into it. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, North Tunnels of LA was... As we said before, very one note. Even as I mm. uh, grew to um, get used to the bitterness, it is still very bitter. And say, I like bitter beers, but I like bitterness when it really comes on the end of something that's um, a bit more flavour forward and you know balances out, like a nice bit of fruit or something like that. Or yeah. in the case of a stout, you know, chocolatey coffee or something like that. This was just very much in your face bitterness, which is fine, but um, not exactly what I wanted tonight. What yeah. I did want tonight was to chug that uh, tropical soda from Umbard, because yeah, it's it, it, it pleasantly surprised me. Um, I don't know Good. if I was expecting the worst, um, but yeah, when you see puree and soda for me, I was just thinking, oh, what's this going to be like? But yeah, <laughs> it was really well balanced. A lot of a lot of fruit, a lot of tropical fruit at the start. This is still balanced by that piney bitterness at the end. That bit of lactose giving it some mm. body. Um, f- refreshing, hoppy. Uh, it's everything you want uh, from a good beer. So that's certainly my winner today. Nice. Good. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Good. I'm glad the one that uh, you were kind of a little bit more hesitant about is uh, has surprised you. Yeah. Hmm. But North Brews, uh, go get their beers. They're so good. Just run yeah, out and they are. take them off the shelves. Yes. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, pay, pay for them. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, definitely. I mean, them, in yeah. the apocalypse, nobody's paying for anything. So, I mean, especially I mean, toilet paper. <laughs> here, here at Tanked Up, we don't aren't recommending stealing things. <laughs> no looting. No we, looting. Yeah, no looting or ransacking. No the only looting you can do is in a looter shooter. <laughs> Don't do that either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I almost started the Division 2 this Ooh. week, and then I remembered I needed to play Zombie Army 4. <laughs> Zombie Army 4 looks cool. It's too many games, mate. There's so many games. <laughs> so many. Um, yeah. You've had two beers this evening. Which did you prefer? Uh, the Stouty one? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the second one? No, that the, was the uh, sta- no, Stouty I'm, Porter. I'm actually on... I am on a fence. Mm. I think you preferred um, the first one. I think you had more glowing things. Yeah, I was just saying, the fence is... Uh, yeah, I, I, the balance on the Chaka Blocker, Marco Stout, is just... Got a better uh, name as it's well. Just, it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The Five Point Stout Porter... Seem on paper is what you would think I would like, but it just was 
uh, yeah, kind of a little more one note than than I was hoping. Um, and honestly, if if it wasn't that drying thing in my mouth, I would probably be more okay with more intense coffee, a little roasted. That's about mm. it, because of the lingering and like I like that. Um, but the, that was completely fought off by. Well, now my mouth is dried out, so I couldn't actually enjoy that mm. lingering. So all I could be, all I could pay attention to was that it was kind of more one note and not balanced. And my biggest complaint uh, about the Chaka Blocka Maka Stout is that it was both Chaka and Maka. <laughs> no, and mocha. they worked really well together. And I was hoping, I was hoping for one or the other to be stronger. But actually, it's a four point six percent stout that did coffee and chocolate well. And I think I was just hoping for a more in-your-face taste because that was what I was in the mood for, but everything it does, it does well, and, and the, like I said, the chocolate and coffee balance really well in a way I haven't seen in a while. Like When I started looking for the co- chocolate and lost it, it was because of the coffee and vice versa. Um, I would have this one again, I guess, is the key. It's just now that I know what it is, it, would, it's, it wouldn't be my like stout to finish the mm. night, but on a Grummy day, it could be the stout I start the night with. Good, good. Yeah. And you, Ben? Ben? He's thinking. It's. I am you, thinking, but I, I actually. Do you like I mean, Mr. The... Tickle, the solid uh, orange block, <laughs> or do you like. Um... <laughs> Whatever the first one. The other one. The Odyssey yeah. that took you on a journey. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Bump. Um, <laughs> I think I think oh. I prefer the Odyssey. Uh, mm. The Wylam Yeasty Boys. Uh, it's a grommy a little bit, but it was still it was still those two flavors kind of like battling each other that, the the whole way through. They did mm. ease off slightly, but they were still. Um, they were still kind of going against each other. So whilst they, uh, or whilst my palate kind of adapted to them, and I got accustomed to the flavors going on with the with the Wild and Yeasty Boys collaboration, they were still against each other. They still yeah. didn't flow very well. I think the Odyssey, which was called "Don't Cross the Line," um, was just a very very easy IPA. Uh, it had a nice orangey, fruity flavour to it. It gave me a little bit of a kind of this zesty uh, note to it. It had a nice bitterness, but everything worked through very well and flowed very well. And as I said, it was a little a little thinner than mm-hmm. I would have expected a six percent IPA, uh, but in a in a very good way. In a way that it, it wasn't it wasn't too thin. It wasn't mm-hmm. oh this is kind of you know just a little bit of like water and squash type of thing it was no i could have another one of these i could mm. drink this all day on a really nice beautiful sunny day not on a grummy day like today <laughs> but i could have started off uh, you know any drinking session with this and been happy with it really for for the whole day yeah um and whilst it's not doing anything um you know groundbreaking whilst it's not like uh, huge huge flavors going on it's just a very well balanced and well flowing beer that is easy, doesn't feel like six percent, and um, and and it's just a very very pleasant flavour. So yeah, the Odyssey, I think, don't mm-hmm. cross the line is um, you know after kind of sitting there thinking, mm, is it is it is it actually mm-hmm. 
it is it is definitely yeah. the, um, the, the 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 beer for me this week. So, if you listener want to um, talk to us about the beers you've been drinking, the games you've been playing, uh, you can do so in lots of different ways. We are at Tanked Up Cast on Twitter and Tanked Up Cast on Instagram as well. I'm at Nova underscore forty seven on Twitter and on uh, PSN. Lucy, you mm. are at Juicy Loose Nine. Yeah, and I should be playing Ori and the Will of the Wisps in the next week. And When's I that come out tomorrow? No, it's out. It was out. Yeah, what day is it? Thursday. It was out yes. yesterday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and just I finally want to wrap up Mutazione. Mutazione. Which I believe is free on uh, the Epic Games Store today. It's, it came Ooh. out on Apple Arcade, but I might mm. switch over to PC and play my first EGS game. So. Might switch over <laughs> to yeah, I might PS3. switch. Yeah. Yeah. So look, look for that maybe next week. Oh, a short nice. hike is free on Epic oh, Games yes, Store right now. Yeah, play that. Shit. I, I yeah. want full I written reports next week from the both of you. <laughs> Done. Yep. No. Nope. Play it. It's like also, two hours. Play it. It's fantastic. If that's my homework. But also, I'm, I'm Anodyne fantastic. Two: Return to Dust, which everyone What's wants that? to play. <laughs> Anodyne Two. Yeah, I don't even. I know. I know what the first one is, but the second one is like, I have no idea. Anyway. Mm, yeah. Adol, yeah. if people want to tell yes, you what me. Anodyne Two is. Or talk to you about anything don't else. Bother. How do they do that? Yeah, I was like, don't, don't fucking bother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am at the Omniarch on all of the things. Uh, you can also email us at tanktopcast at gmail.com. Uh, because, you, yeah. I mean, I we do respond. Yeah. That's actually... Send us things. Ask us to play weird games. I Look play at my the, I, public uh, Steam I ask profile you every and week tell to me play weird games and you ignore my requests. <laughs> but you don't send it in, in electronic means. Okay. You just tell me here. Well, I've had a couple beers in me and I don't we fucking remember. Itch.io. We're always on itch.io playing gonna, those games. That, that your... hidden cat game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, play yeah. that. Oh, there's a, that? That there's a good. game I went to play and I totally forgot I was going to play it, so I'll play it for next week. Um, there's um, someone for the... Mario anniversary. Oh, the Super came One versus One. Yeah, I downloaded that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I downloaded it as yeah. well. It's a FPS version. Lovely. Of, it looks like Lovely Planet of, in, with Mario. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, Stanley Parable and Watch Dogs are free on the Epic Store There's next cool. week. Two very Talk different games. Dead. One is good and one is bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. I mean, really yep. leaning into the barrel of old games. Uh, there. I own all these hey. games. <laughs> what a game! Well, I don't own Anodyne Two, to be fair. So. Well done. <laughs> you should. First time. I, I, I just got Anodyne Two, so you know. I, don't know. I think I. Yes. I think I already bought Short um, Hike, though. I didn't. Ooh, there you go. Good. You have it good. on humble, uh, humble trove. More than likely. Yeah. Okay, do, yeah. So, uh, go to net to see what everyone else is uh, doing over there. Come and look at some of my Dreams videos. Um, well, they're very good. I yeah, enjoy them. Yeah, I need them. to watch more of them. I watched about three of them. Mm. Very bizarre. I think there's a, there should be another one going up. Uh, or, right, one it one might up actually yesterday. be up by the time. Mm. Yeah, there was one that went up yesterday. Monsters. Uh, on Wednesday. 
but there'll be another one up mm. on the same day as this on Friday, probably in the morning. This is up in the afternoon at some point, depending on how busy I am with work and stuff. Uh, but yeah, come along. Let me know if you're playing Dreams or if there's anything you want me to explore. I know Lucy, you want me to try and find the giant bomb made <laughs> level to explore. Something so about a shoe or something that. like that. But yeah, I'm glad you're still getting mileage out of it. So that's good. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, I'm jumping into it maybe, maybe not quite every day, but every other day. Uh, still a lot to see yeah. sort of like yeah to see the the, the new stuff that's going on and it's mm-hmm. constant um good constantly updated constantly new stuff the video i've got going up tomorrow um definitely shifts my focus a little bit to some of the bigger experiences some of the okay. well some of the Not better made the sort of stuff okay. yeah ex- yeah exactly <laughs> uh, and i think that's kind of what i want from dreams now now i've experienced a couple of weeks of just stuff I want more fleshed out experiences, you know. I need I need thirty minutes of Sonic when, Porn. I need a storyline. And in when there you as say well. I need, yeah, when when you say fleshed yeah, exactly, out, yeah. you, mean... you need to use those rooms yeah. in some kind of way. Um, oh, Sonic and the Journey, the Nine Cockings, Ben's looking for that. So if you've made that on Dreams, you can message him at Nova underscore forty seven. Please don't message us at Tanked Up Cast. Only Ben wants this. <laughs> But he wants it. That's it. I don't want it. I need it. I need it. That's why. Oh, let's finish there for another week. (laughs) (laughs) We've been tanked up. Bye bye. Chaos emeralds. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Robotnik. (laughs) These are clearly all search terms for either Dreams or Pornhub. (laughs) Yep. Look. We all know you're just you're just chasing tails. <laughs> <laughs> Knuckles. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> just know, Ben, not everyone's motto is gotta go fast. <laughs> Too easy. No wonder Sonic fans oh, love it. it oh my god. Oh, I mean, with, with, with the motto got to go fast. Surely all Sonic porn is only about yeah. thirty seconds long, isn't it? Just... Yeah, right. Oh. I mean, they skip. They skip. They don't care about the intercourse. They care about the exactly. Image. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it's just yeah, constant right. flashing <laughs> images at you. You know, just one second. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Well. That's an outro. Yeah. I'm glad Sonic exists. www.outoflives.net